Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! So the season is just about underway tonight. Actually, our broth up in action at 7.45 this evening in the Championship. And we've got uh, two heavyweights with us in the game. We've got Barry Ferguson, who was here on Wednesday, and Andy Walker joins us ahead of the big kickoff. Andy, how are you feeling? Are you excited for this coming season? Is it going to be tight? Great, I feel as though it's been a really long one, a long uh, pre-season and uh, really looking forward to getting in amongst all the games tomorrow. I'm up at Dundee, looking forward to seeing my old team Motherwell and great to be back in amongst it. Do you feel under pressure? Because on Wednesday night, Barry Ferguson and John Hartson gave us their 12. Who's going to go down? Who's going right. to win? Uh, so any surprises you're going to give us in the next few minutes? Yeah, yeah. I'll think yeah. about it. OK, 0808 <laughs> 17 17 700 if you want to speak to Andy Walker. And we'll hear a bit more from uh, Callum McGregor and from Brendan Rogers. We're going to hear from Michael Beale. He's been speaking today ahead of the big kickoff. Barry, Sefuentes happened, as you said, it would. Still one or two more, maybe, before the window closes? Yeah, I would fully expect um, another one or two players coming through the door, but I expect two or three going, going out the door. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing what starting 11 Michael Beale goes with. Obviously, a number of, that's nine new signings, and Paul, how many of them are going to start the game tomorrow? So, yep, it's a big season for Rangers. They know how important it is to bring back some silverware to Ibrox. And the players registered for Europe, there's seven who are not in that might have been in there, but they're doing it round by round, Barry, aren't they? Any surprises there for you? Would it be Ben Davies, maybe? Although he's got a knock, I believe. Yeah, the, I believe that he has got a, a slight injury, so that's maybe the reason why he's been left out of the squad. Sakala as well. Mm. That, that, that looks to me if he's going to be moving on. Um, is there any surprises? Probably not. Came out roof. Yeah, but you've got to be careful with Kemar Roof, Paul. He's, he's had a lot of injuries since he's been at Rangers. Listen, he's completed the pre-season, which is important. Um, so I think they'll just try to manage um, Kemar Roof because I think if you, you manage him right and you get him fit, I think he could be a big player for Rangers. Ramadani is off to Lecce, Andy. That's the breaking news there. Aberdeen, he was a decent player, wasn't he? He didn't always play, but he was an important part of their squad. Yeah, I liked him, and I know yeah. there's a few players coming in at Aberdeen, but when you've lost Ramadani, when you've lost, uh, I think, Pollock and Scales, and obviously McCrory, he's gone to yeah. Bristol City for big money. Uh, it's obviously good business for Aberdeen, but they're the type of players that they'll miss. And I thought, you know, the turnaround from Aberdeen, the first part of the season, they were awful. But the second part of the season, they were so competitive. And that's what you want from the word go tomorrow. At Celtic, interest still seems to be building around Carl Starfelt. Do you think he is going to go? A few clubs are in. What do I, you reckon? I'm surprised. I thought he built up a really good partnership with Carter Vickers. I know that one or two Celtic supporters maybe don't rate him, but I thought that was a really good partnership. And I, I thought he developed into a much better player the longer he was at uh, Celtic. So... They might have uh, other options there. Maybe Brendan Rodgers is thinking of giving one or two of the younger players a, a bit of game time. 
But I thought he was a decent player and I thought he was growing more and more into that uh, Celtic jersey. And Navrocki, of course, or Navroxi has yeah. come in, played the other night for half the game. Did you see enough of him? I didn't see enough of him yeah. just to make any sort of judgment, but you do feel spending that amount of money that he will have uh, good ability. And you would imagine playing under Brendan Rodgers, he'll have to have the ability to step out of defence and at the middle of the park and play a pass. That's the way Brendan Rodgers likes to play. 29 days to go in the window. Do you think Liam Scales will still be at Celtic? Have you played the other night, played half the game, or do you think he'll go back to Aberdeen? I think it would be good for every single academy player if they see someone like him getting an opportunity. I remember speaking to Barry last season, towards the end of the season, when uh, McCrory came in, the goalkeeper at Rangers, and you wanted, you wondered whether he would get an opportunity. But Rangers have gone for the the big name signing and you understand that because you know goalkeepers can give you I don't know 5, 10 maybe 15 points in a season but um, any young player who gets an opportunity I, I'm all for it because it's so difficult Barry uh, you were at Ibrox yesterday you saw the new museum there's obviously been a lot this week the training out there in public what are the punters saying to you what are the Rangers fans saying ahead of the new season about the new signings they're excited because um, I, I think everybody knew there was major surgery needed. There was going to be players um, leaving, which naturally happens at a, at a football club. Um, but Michael Beale's done a lot of business very, very early, and I think that's what's impressed the, the Rangers fans. I wouldn't look too much into pre-season. I think Andy will agree. Pre-season's more for making sure your fitness levels are are bang on the button and, and you hit your peak at, in the first game of the, the, the season. But they're excited because... To be fair to Michael Beale, um, the Rangers board have backed him, certainly in the transfer market. I think that's 15 or £16 million pound, um, that's been spent. They're good players, but listen, when you come to Scotland and play for Rangers or Celtic, you're under serious pressure. Uh, you're expected to win games of football and, and produce good performances. So I wouldn't judge your players just now. I would give it a um, three or four games to to make that judgement but I, I'm excited I'm looking forward to the, the new look Rangers team there's going to be obviously players that were playing last season I think are important Connor Golson's your Taverniers guys like that who have been around the place for a number of years but the signings that he's made um, and I, I include Raskin and Cantwell in that I know they were signed in January but they, they're still newest type signings so I, I'm looking forward to seeing how Rangers perform down at a difficult place on the artificial surface at Rugby Park sure is we're going to talk about their games in a few moments Andy is a striker great forward player what do you feel about Fashion Sakala he's obviously not in the squad for Europe yeah. he's still speaking with the Saudis looks as though he might be going to the Middle East I thought he had something I know yeah. he missed a couple of big opportunities and big games against uh, Celtic uh, Hamden but he also got a couple of goals against Celtic I just thought he gave um, gave Celtic a bit of a problem just with his pace prepared to run in behind prepared to to cause a problem or two he could have made a, a, a bigger impact but if you're going to make any sort of profit on him uh, Rangers can't keep buying without selling one or two and, and doing some good business Kyogo has been saying today he's vowing to repay the love shown to him by the Celtic fans but he refused to be drawn on whether he'd ever consider leaving well who is going to say I'm never going to leave I mean I think those days have gone haven't they people are not the fans are not daft yeah. Or, or are they? Well, no, they're not. And I think when you look at the way Celtic have done business over the last, uh, I don't know how many seasons, it doesn't matter who you are. If Celtic are 
going to make a profit on any player. They're they're very likely to do business and get someone else in. And he signed a new deal. He's been the, the top player last season, Barry, wasn't he? Kyogo, by almost every measurement, player of the year. Obviously, his team winning the treble. He's uh, an example to the players coming in at Rangers and the new ones at Celtic to hit the ground running. Yeah, he was unknown, Paul. Yeah, let's be honest. Um, I don't think anybody, I think, if you've been honest, nobody yeah. knew, knew about him, but one thing about him since he's come in, um, he's not just a goal scorer, I think his all-round game is excellent. He's a real, real team player. Um, and I've been so impressed by him. I, I don't know, what was what was the three and a half, four yeah. million pound? I think that's money well spent because he's obviously returned with the, the amount of goals that he scored. What's the latest on Harry Kane? You know, we're getting deep into summer now, Andy, but nothing's changed. And Ange Postacoglu doesn't know what's going to happen. Final bid in today from Bayern, but we don't know yet how much that would be. Well, do, do Tottenham want the money for him? Or does Harry Kane just want to stay, see out the last year of his contract, be settled, and then he'll have his pick of clubs, uh, I'm sure. But um, I think for Ange Postacoglu, he'll want an answer soon, just so that he can focus on the, the games that start next week and know whether his uh, main striker is committed or not. Barry, you always say it's good to get the business done early. For Ange Postacoglu, it's the opposite in the case of Harry Kane. Yeah, and it's like a circus every single yep. day. You're hearing about Harry Kane and Bayern Munich. Is he going to go? Is he going to stay? i just echo what, what Andy says there. I'm sure Postacoglu will be desperate to get a solution one way or another. I mean, I'm sure he would love to keep him because for me... He's one of the best in the world, no doubt about it. Um, but if you're going to the final year of your contract, it doesn't look if he's going want to extend that. And if you're getting eighty million pound, I, I think I think they they have to take that. If you want to speak to Barry Ferguson, Andy Walker, Paul Cooney, you know the number: oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred on the eve of the kickoff, or join us at Go Football Show. Andy, you ready? You got yes. your one to twelve. Let's do your top six first of all. Top six. So who's going to get in the top six? Who's number six? Uh, number six, I'm going for Motherwell Mall Club. Motherwell, oh, I know they've well. lost a lot of goals uh, with Van Veen, but uh, I think the fact that they've signed the uh, the young Danish under-21 from, yeah. from Arsenal, he's got a good uh, goal-scoring record at, at Fulham with the under-18s. Good pedigree. Uh, and he's yeah. got a good pedigree, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, All right, so I'll tell you this, Barry had them at number five, so both of you okay. well, are putting them at the top, top six. Top six, I yep. think they'll make it. And uh, number five, I've got Hearts. The Hibs, right? The Hibs. Ahead of Hibs, then. Obviously, no, no, behind, uh, behind Hibs. Hibs will be fourth, sorry. I yeah, think. I, I'm going so, the other way. I mean, Hibs are ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wish I'd started at the top. <laughs> right. um, big win for Hibs last night, but they needed it, right? So you're going for Hearts, yeah. Hibs in fourth position. And I thought Hibs so, looked good, and I think yeah. they, they showed they've got a bit of quality about them. I like Ewan. Uh, I think he's got a bit of skill, a bit of pace, a bit of ability on one side. Uh, hopefully, they can keep Martin Boyle fit. Him on the other, he's always got a, an eye for goal. And then through the middle, whoever they're prepared to, to play there, they've got some options. I think Hibs are a, the type of team that can score goals and, and win more than they lose. They've got to wrap him in Cottonwell, Martin Boyle. He's so important to, to Hibs. You've seen the difference he made um, last night. Uh, you, you have got to be careful because it was a cruciate ligament injury. That's a serious one. But the difference he makes to that Hibs team, he, he just he scares defenders. Yeah. With genuine pace, and I think I think he's got better as he's got older. Martin yeah. Boyle, thirty years old, he's out for ten months. Yeah, I, I remember him at Dundee, and I was mm, uh, I wasn't yeah. too sure mm -hmm. um, of him. He came to Hibs, he was excellent. He got his move to Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. and he's come back. But for me, he's Hibs talisman. So Andy Walker then. So Motherwell six, Hearts fifth, Hibs fourth, 
Who's third? Are you going Livy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going Aberdeen. I like just like the way Barry Robson's gone about his business. I like the way he speaks. Just talks about winning. Just talks about getting the job done. Talks about getting over the line. Worries about you know the level of performance after that. I like his attitude, but it is difficult. I, I thought McCrory was a really good player yeah. for them. He's it's good business uh, to get that amount of money for him. Scales is he going to go back there or stay at Celtic? Uh, whatever it is, if he's not Aberdeen, Aberdeen will miss him because I thought he showed something in the games that I saw him play, uh, certainly towards the, the end of the season. And Pollock was a really solid defender for them. So with Ramadani going yeah. and uh, just trying to juggle the, the squad a little bit, uh, I do feel as though Aberdeen under Barry Robson will be a lot better than they were last season. Barry had them third too. In fact, everyone did. Yeah. So, right, first and second... <laughs> I think you're going to surprise some people, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going for Celtic first because I think they've got the job done over so many seasons. I know Rangers won a uh, title a couple of years ago, but this is a group of Celtic players that know how to win. They're experienced in winning. I think you'll learn a lot about Rangers in the early part of the season because the games are so big. So the first one, obviously, is the Champions League qualifiers building up into that playoff game. You would uh, imagine Rangers will get through that first uh, that first one against Servette but um, the big game against Celtic on match day four and I'm glad it's an early one I mean I would have it match day one match day two but you've said that I'm, and I'm think glad should. I'm glad it's no match day 10 or yeah. 11 I, I like to get an early feel of uh, how the teams are looking and you'll you'll certainly find out in the early days of September just how good Rangers are with so many important games before that Barry, that's what you said really. Obviously, you, you're going for Rangers. When I say obviously, um, you're going for Rangers with all the new signings. But it's tough to tell you know, how Celtic will change under Brendan Rodgers with new players coming in uh, and Jota's not there. And same for Rangers. You know, yeah, that's why I'm, I, I'm not going to judge him yeah. during the pre-season. I'll wait to three or four games in and see how the, the handle um, Scottish football is, is, is different from what they've been they've been used to I just think it's going to be a real close one this year I do um, but listen time will tell with, with the amount of players that Rangers have signed how they're going to settle in the one thing that he's he's helped himself with he's got them in very early which I think is so important for a manager well he's certainly been backed by the board well I think the board listened to my plans um, straight away when I came in we made some decisions that um, in the outside maybe looked tough but we've an eye to open up space and finance to bring in some of the guys we have in. As we stand now, we're no further ahead in our wage structure than what we were. What it's enabled us to do is to maybe re-energise the squad with motivation and, and quality. And our squad size will be slightly smaller and our budget will remain the same by the end of the window. So I'm really happy. The idea was to equip the squad for the coming years, not just for one window to the next. So what I think we've done is we've recruited a strong squad. It's got good balance. And now it's important that this team grows together and uh, delighted with the support of everybody in the club because of the speed that we worked at. But he certainly has been backed. 100%. Yeah. And you hear what you're saying there. He's, he's been delighted at the speed that the board and the people behind the scenes have got the deals over the line because you, you know what it's like it's not just a case of going to a club and signing a player you've got to agree a fee then you've got agents involved got to agree personal terms so 
that's one of the things I've been impressed with how early Rangers have got the business done. But it's clear since the January window closed that Michael Beale identified these players and that's when negotiations would have started to bring these players in. So Rangers kick off tomorrow at 5.15 against Kilmarnock. Here's the manager with the latest on the squad and the team. Really good. Unfortunately, we lost uh, Ridvan today to a slight strain. We don't uh, know at the moment whether that's going to be days or a couple of weeks. We're hoping we call it early, but other than that, everybody else is, is available. Um, Connor Goldson comes back in the squad. Tom Lawrence is a couple of days away from... He had a clash in training with Nico Raskin in a tackle and took a bump to his knee, so it's nothing related to the previous injury. Blow then, Yilmaz? Yeah, but I, th I thought Barisic would have started the game. Yeah, you said um, that Wednesday. Yeah, I said that team, Wednesday, yep. yep. Um, I'm just, I don't know what one's the best one. I think it may be an area that Rangers may look to strengthen. Barisic, final year of his contract. Yilmaz, they did spend a fair bit of money on him. I'm still, I've not seen enough of him. Yilmaz still because um, he's been in and out he's had a few injuries he had a serious injury to be fair his hamstring do you think there's any pressure to play him ahead of uh, Barisic just I, because I think so if two of them were fat Andy I think Barisic would have played tomorrow yeah. but you've spent a lot of money on a player to take over ideally from, yep. from Barisic Barisic is I thought he's been doing it for, for years mm. I've always liked him I've liked his style his crossing is fantastic just but, defensively but then to allow another player to go into the last year of his contract, it's just not good business to let him run it down. You know. Yeah, I, I've said that. There's, there's uh, Glenn Kamara, but he's yeah. he's going to move. There's no doubt about that. But you've got Lundstrom and Barisic, who are who are probably up there with the highest earners going into the final year of their contract. They can't allow, and I think they know that. I don't think they'll allow it to happen. I think if Rangers don't want to keep them, or Rangers want to keep them, and the players don't want to stay, I think they'll look to. To do business and and put them out before the end of the window. And Andy, some more Celtic players to come in and go out before the end of uh, August. You reckon? Yeah, Wait. it's it's never ideal for any manager. Never ideal for the the squad when you're you're into your competitive games. You know, in August there'll be a good few games before the window actually closes. So there's so much that can happen between now and then, and especially with this new uh, money from Saudi Arabia yeah. you can never tell who they might fancy I mean we spoke there about you know Martin Boyle getting a little yeah. taste of it a couple of years ago uh, it wasn't there for long but I remember him saying at the time it was life changing money and if, if anyone was to come in for a Celtic or Rangers player you would imagine the, the clubs will want to do business but you'd expect, well, you just yeah. look at Joe for, of course. for instance yeah. I've never seen that happening they come in with what £24 million Celtic paid what six million pound a year previous to that. It's, so it's a no-brainer in terms yeah. of business. Mm -hmm. But Celtic miss Yota. He's a he was a big game player. He was a big personality. He was a big favourite of the supporters. He he put them on the edge of their seats. They really enjoyed watching him play, and he tended to to do it uh, so often in big games. That that's the thing they'll miss. It, it was the final third for me with Jota. Yeah. He was a difference at times. You can come up with that bit of magic. That's what you need for your forward-thinking players. And I agree with that. I think he'll be a huge miss mm. for Celtic. Can Abada fill that role consistently? He's got the potential, I think, to improve. Uh, I think he's got a good eye for goal already. Mm. And I think that can improve. And I'm sure it's a great challenge for Brendan Rodgers to try and get a wee bit more out of him. 
Does he want to play through the middle rather than you know trying to come into the middle from a, a wide area? Uh, he's a player that's it's got a lot going for him, and I know he's not always been consistent, but I think there's a lot of potential there. And again, I, he, he's a player who's come up with some some really big goals for Celtic, especially against Rangers. Celtic kick off tomorrow, twelve thirty. Celtic against Ross County. We'll hear from Brendan Rogers and more from Michael Beale next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Andy Walker and calls are coming in. We'll go on the line shortly. 0808 17 17 700. Barry, tonight it kicks off our broth against Dundee United and I see Charlie Mulgrew has parted company at Tannadice. Yeah, he wasn't involved in any of the pre-season games. Um, look, what Charlie brings has great experience. Yeah. He's, he's played at the, the highest level, European experience as well. Obviously, it didn't work out there. Now he's in a free, and I'm sure clubs um, in the championship will be looking and thinking, listen, I I still think he's he's got a year or two left, um, and I'm sure Charlie thinks that as well. Um, So I wasn't surprised that that Charlie's obviously left Dundee United, but I'm sure another team will will pick him up, no doubt about that. I I think it was always going to be difficult when Declan Gallagher came in. He was one that obviously had a previous relationship with Jim Goodwin. Uh, They've said Louis Louis Moult as well, I think. Yep. Yep. So um, it's going to be a tough one every game. I mean, every team in that league will be out to try and prove to United that it's you know they can they can match them. Do you, do you think they'll win the league? I've, I, I'm going to go for them. I think they will. I think uh, they'll come back up. Do you want my prediction for the yeah. champion? Wraith Rovers. The Rovers, yeah, they've invested during the summer, haven't they? They're yes, looking good. I think Wraith Rovers yeah. have got a real good chance of winning that league. Who, Some, do, you got, who do you got yeah. tomorrow? They're away Thistle. at Celtic Thistle. Thistle. Yes. Richard Park asked me the other night, how do you think Wraith Rovers are going to do? So there you are, Barry Ferguson thinks they're going to win. What do you think? You think Dundee United, I think United will come back at the first time of asking. My my old owner at Kelty Hearts, um, he's part of the consortium that's took over Ah, at Wraith Rovers. And um, they've signed some good players already, had some good players there. Um, So I think Wraith Rovers are a good bet to win the championship. Somebody is going to win up to £250 tonight to go to Alea. Talk about that shortly. But Andy, you've got a quick question you threw to me during the break because you went to Pollock last weekend, last Friday night. How was it? It was a Pollock win, wasn't it? Pollock win. Andy yep. Gallagher scored a brilliant goal, come on as a substitute, played really well. A young lad who came from St Caddock. So it was good to see Pollock win. They uh, they got away with it with uh, Talbot missing an early penalty. Okay, that's enough. But yeah. the <laughs> other one was that there was a captain of Pollock who's got Champions League experience with Rangers and I bounced off Barry I think it's maybe four or five years ago Wow and Barry you knew immediately yeah. who that is it's phenomenal ah, I'm just Captain. busy uh-huh. I'm just busy <laughs> so much you see everything because when, when during the break when what Andy missed goal, the goal you saw the, it, the it? game yeah. that Andy was, yeah. was at it was an unbelievable finish he cut in for the left didn't he Andy yeah right ten, into the ten top minutes bin. to go I think right into the top bin Radio Pollock here. <laughs> now we're coming from the heart of the Gorbals. It's the Go Radio Football Show. What about the Hibs last night, Andy? We talked about it the other night. Your old team, terrible performance last week. But yeah. So was the manager right, Lee Johnson, to say, hey, it's only half time, calm down? Well, I think he could have acknowledged the fact that the Hibs fans had paid a lot of money to go over to Andorra and witness a really poor performance. I, absolutely, they deserved to win and win comfortably last night. But it was the style in which they did it. And I think when you look at the other teams in the Scottish Premiership, Hearts are obviously going to be strong with, with Aberdeen and Hibs should really be trying to match them to be you know, the best of the rest outside Celtic and Rangers. And I think 
I think they've got one or two players who can score more goals, create more goals than they did last season. Celtic kick off the title defence tomorrow or as uh, the manager said yesterday, they're not looking to defend it. He wants to go and win it. What's the injury update? He was asked about Cameron Carter-Vickers and Tony Rawson. Well, both those players came through really well uh, during the week, which is great news for us. Again, we've got another day to go, but they're back back, uh, back with the squad. They probably aren't as up to speed as what some of the other boys are, but they, they still look in very good condition. So we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll just take a look at them uh, tomorrow. Apart from that, just the, the guys that have been out for a little bit of time um, just are, are still a little bit off. But um, but hopefully over the course of the next three to four weeks, we'll, some more will return. We've got a bit more insight into what he thinks about his first few weeks at Celtic and what he thinks of his squad. Well, I think the standards are, have been set here over many years. It's the standard of, of Celtic. It's not uh, just what's probably been done the last five, ten years. You know, Celtic as a club has uh, a high expectation high standards that are always set and as any manager that comes into here that's what you embrace and it's also what you look forward to so for me uh, I understand what they are and that was one of the big reasons for coming back here to try and continue uh, and develop those and improve those and uh, as I said we've got a fantastic group of players that are still very much in the learning phase of their development and yeah I love, I've, I've really enjoyed working with them so far Barry do you think they will change the style very much? I think there'll be a slight change. There's, there's no doubt about it. Every manager's got his own way of playing. You, you could see that in the, the game um, during the week for uh, James Forrest's testimonial. And I think over time, he'll, he'll gradually change. I don't think you can come in and change it straight away. Yep, pre-season is a good time to do that, but there's certainly Brendan Rodgers has got a style. The way that he likes his teams to play, you've seen that with Leicester, with Liverpool, you've seen that previously with Celtic. So I, I've no doubt... Um, bring his own style in but I still expect two or three players to, to come through the doors I still think there'll be a few signings at Celtic Andy give a bit more insight into his tactics yeah listen it, there's no right or wrong way I think throughout my coaching career I've always had a philosophy in terms of how I want the teams to play so in terms of, of style and, and philosophy that's always the same in terms of you know imposing yourself in the game being really aggressive in your pressing shortening the pitch and, and of course dominating the ball and creating opportunities. So that style is always the same. But what I've tended to do is, is move and, and change in out of systems um, and have that flexibility. I'm, I like my players to be able to do that. So um, so I think coming into here, the, the team is in a really good place. Ange's done a fantastic job here for the couple of seasons and, and he'll do very well uh, down in the Premier League. For me, it was the case of coming in, assessing where it was at and in just certain phases of the game, looking to add something new that's different for opponents to think about. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so that's just been in, in, in the different phases of the game. Andy, what do you feel about the comments of the returning I, Celtic boss? I think when he came in and looked at the quality of the squad that was already there, I think he would have been really pleased with some of the players that he knew he was going to be working with. Obviously, we've still to see the outcome of the, the full transfer window in terms of uh, who's in, who's out. But the players that are there at the moment, I think he'll be happy to be working with them. He'll maybe want to add one or two of his own. He might want to get a bit more, I don't know, a bit more physicality, a bit more presence uh, in the team. Um, but he'll, I mean, he's, he's shown over the years that he knows exactly what he's doing. And uh, that's, a, that's a good squad he's already working with before he's even made any changes. 
Barry, there's a difference in the stature of, of the players themselves, the Rangers team, have bigger players at yeah, the moment. That, that's this one running. of the things I've noticed about Michael Beale's new signings. There, are, there is, um, they're good football players, <coughs> sorry, um, but there's um, a bit of physicality about them. Um, and, and I think you need that in the modern game. It's not just about all nice, pretty football. Sometimes you've got to roll your sleeves up, Paul. Certainly when Rangers are going down to Rugby Park, yeah. that's somewhere where you'll need to dig a result out because... Listen to Derek McInnes during the week. He looked to me if he was fired up and it looks to me if he's going to fire his players up. So Rangers need to make sure they're ready and I'm sure they will be. They've got a five-year plan at Kilmarnock so it's going to be a big opening day tomorrow. Everyone desperate for it to Is it getting the grass back? Is that part it, of the plan? It should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and be, they man. do such great work there at Kilmarnock but come on, it's a, like they're, they're a top class. When I was coming through yeah. it was one of the best pitches you played on. Yeah. Uh, up at Dundee, up at Pataudry. Mm -hmm. Brilliant surfaces but don't like the plastic. And look what they've done at Motherwell. And look Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They've the invested pitch. in it and mm. it's the best pitch in, in Scotland, arguably. And it will pay for itself over a, a number of years. Celtic fans, what are you thinking then of the defence of the title? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700? Yeah, just saying about yeah. pitches, yeah. back when, when I was playing, that was one place I didn't like to go to. Fir Park, the surface, the slope, oh. the, the bit of the main <laughs> yeah. stand was always bare. But now, it's an absolute bowling green. Bowling Green, a football pitch. Was it almost too good earlier last season for yeah, I think, visitors? I think you know teams will yeah. look forward to going uh -huh. to the part as before. It was always a difficult place because the pitch wasn't in the best of conditions. So it is a place that I'm sure players will, um, will be happy to go and play their football. But in terms of plastic pitches, I think top-level football, you've got to have grass. Mm. I understand lower league for financial reasons to rent it out, etc, etc. But... For me, when you're playing in the Premier League, it has to be grass. And when you read about the players coming, let's say the Rangers players, for example, Sifuentes saying, you know, it's a massive club, I really want to be here. And then people down south watch it tomorrow, or people all over the world see it on Sky, and it's on a plastic pitch. Yeah. Tomorrow, but I'm, not, I'm to... not saying that, that's no excuse. No, no, Rangers sure. know what they're coming up against, so yeah. I, I would imagine that Rangers will be training in an artificial surface yeah. at their training centre. Um, so I'm not going to use if Rangers go down there and don't get a result. It's a... And it's just you know sure. what you're coming up against. It's strange even in the lower leagues in England, you're just not allowed to have it. Yeah. League one, league two, where the you know, the very modest amount of money that they make as well, so many other clubs. But listen, just one of those uh, little foibles in Scottish football. Can I just say I, I, yep. I was down at quite a few League Two teams and some of the surfaces were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, down in, in League 2 yep a credit to the club senior boy and big crowds as well yep. well there'll be a huge crowd sell out at Kilmarnock huge crowd at Celtic Park the unfurling of the flag Callum McGregor uh, the other night he gave the captain's armband of course to James Forrest and I see it's James Forrest tomorrow who'll be unfurling the flag well he's been such a special player for Celtic over the years remarkable amount of trophies that he's won and he seems to be getting a bit of appreciation now mm. when maybe that was always not always the case so that'll be, that'll be a big moment for him tomorrow, him and his family, I'm sure. And if you were right, it's going to be 12 titles for him. If Barry's right, then Rangers back in it and they will dent that because he's chasing Bobby Lennox's record, isn't he? As the most decorated yeah. Celtic yeah. player of yeah, all time. One of my, one of yeah, one of my favourite Celts, Bobby. He was, the, he was one of the coaches when I, when I rolled up at Celtic Park all those years ago. He was, <laughs> he was fantastic. Just that very infectious uh, smile uh, of his. So... Um, yeah, James Forrest will put him under pressure to, to get a few more medals there. Did you roll up in a roller then with the big money when you moved from Fir Park to Celtic Park? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, big Amazing. signing. Yeah. I, I was on a hundred quid a week at uh, Motherwell, and I moved to Celtic for four hundred. So wow, I was very rich. Now you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> 0808 17 17 700 Rangers fans what are you thinking ahead of the new season well here's the manager today talking about the activity over the summer and how he feels about his squad no I think with the squad for every player that's gone out uh, we've brought a player in so if you think we lost Tillman Kent Morelos and Cholak and there's a lot of speculation around Fashion Sakala as well that's why we brought in Seema Lammers Dessas and Danilo so actually that's one less so our numbers are no bigger uh, I think we can tighten the squad up a little bit more and if we was to lose a player that we wasn't planning to, certainly we can go in the market and replace. But I think the big thing now is some consistency over the next couple of windows of playing with this pl uh, these players and this group. We've, at, we've lowered the average age of the squad, obviously. We've got players in that I think have got a good value and a good pedigree, so it's important now we let this team bed in and, and show their ambition on the pitch in performances. Certainly... Uh, the motivation of uh, around the building seems to have gone up a few notches, but that's just words. Let's show it on the pitch now. Barry, the motivation's gone up? I think I know what you're going to say about that if you're playing for Rangers. It should always be there, yeah. Paul. But I, I think they know. Listen, Michael Beale knows. Everybody connected to Rangers knows that they need to deliver trophies. Um, and the number one priority is to try and wrestle it off Celtic this season. He says the squad is ready for this new season. Yeah, he's ready. Cyril's ready. Uh, Abdullah's ready. Sam's ready. Todd's ready. Yanis is ready. There's a lot of competition and the people that earn it will play. No one's been given a free pass. There are any guarantees. It's a strong squad and I think over the season it will bed down and, and people will make the shirt their, their own. And They've got a great uh, opportunity, the guys that start tomorrow. Subs, obviously, now you're allowed to use more, which gives us plenty of options to change, whether it be tactically or change the way that we want to play in the game and what's required. And this month alone, up to the international break, we're hoping to play nine games across three competitions. So we're going to need everyone. If, if anything, maybe the schedule at the squad a little bit last year and it's important the squad is above the schedule this year. Andy, would you expect both to get off to a flying start tomorrow? Rangers, first of all, at Kilmarnock? Yeah, I'd expect Celtic and Rangers both to win tomorrow, but I think what you're going to find, uh, what Barry said earlier, I think you'll find that throughout the course of the season. Um, I can't see them dropping many points. I think any draw is an absolute disaster. And any defeat, you're, you're talking about some sort of catastrophe because I can't see them losing much. I know there are difficult games at Petordre, at Easter Road, at, at Tynecastle. I mean, Celtic lost at St Mirren but they then went on a run that took them to the title before they lost a couple of games to Rangers and Hibs, I think it was. Um, but Rangers losing to, uh, obviously, Celtic, and then they, they lost a daft one at, at St Johnston. They dropped points at St Mirren. Um, this season, any drop points, early on especially, when you've made all those signings, especially for Rangers, because it's a, an entirely new-look team almost, and I think that's the pressure that they'll be under. They have to hit the ground running. They've done the business, but they need to show it on the part now. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. This is the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Paul Cooney, Andy Walker and Barry Ferguson. We're hearing more from Michael Beale. First major press conference ahead of the new season tomorrow. Kicking off at 5.15 for Rangers. Celtic kicking off at 12.30.
against Ross County. The other games tomorrow, looking forward to them as well. At three o'clock, Dundee against Motherwell. You'll be there, Andy, for Sky. Livingston against Aberdeen. St. Johnson against Hearts. And on Sunday, Hibs against St. Mirren. Andy, who's your bottom six? What, going right to the, Who's going down automatically, do you reckon? Right now, I think St. Johnston will go down because, I, I mean, losing the games that they did in the League Cup it doesn't give you any confidence. And not just losing games, they were losing 4-0 at yeah. home. Um, I've got to say, I had them <laughs> to be relegated last season. Yeah. And they were, I mean, they were really good. They recovered so well. But uh, my bottom two are Dundee and St. Johnson. Yeah. St. Johnson to go down automatically. Barry, you were the same, except the other way around. Yep. yep. You think it'd be Dundee automatically? Yeah, but I, I think there's mm. going to be four clubs yeah. in the mix mm. for the re- relegation. Dundee, St. Johnson, Livingston and Ross County. Mm-hmm. Andy, what do you feel then? Who are your other four teams? Uh, I've got Livy third bottom. Livy in 10th, okay. Um, yep. And then I've got Kelly. Kelly in 9th. 9th, St. Mirren. And I've got Ross County 7th. Right, okay. I like that. I like the fact that out of those teams that are in the bottom, I think they've strengthened well mm-hmm. in terms of strikers. They've got good options. And I think they'll score more. I think they've learned from last season. The season before, they were terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a lot of problems uh, last season. So I think they'll improve. I think they'll be better. And I think they've got a good manager as well. Barry, how do you think it's going to go in the first month for Rangers and for Celtic before the game on September the 3rd? I think both will have maximum points. I, I think they're far too strong, Paul. If they're on it and their attitude is spot on, which it should be, I think both going into the old firm game at Ibrooks will be on maximum points. Andy? Yeah, I think Celtic have got it tough in the first couple of away games. Yeah. I mean, it can't be much tougher in terms of your Scottish Premiership than going to Aberdeen, uh, Pataudry, with this new look side that they've got. And I, th- I don't think they'll put up the type of performance that they did last season. I can remember going to Pataudry and doing an Aberdeen-Celtic game and Aberdeen just sat in for yeah. pretty much 90 minutes. They they had no spirit about them. They had no adventure. They had no ambition. And eventually Callum McGregor got a late goal and it was it was always going to... Uh, I think Celtic were always going to make the breakthrough. And I think there, there's an obligation if you want to entertain your home support. And I know you're playing against a, a massive club that you just cannot compete in terms of uh, their spending and their wages and all the rest of it. But there is an obligation on you to to have a go. See if you can entertain your your home support and get a big victory. That's what you that's what you live for when you're at a club like Aberdeen. So for Celtic to go there is tough. And then obviously we'll know a lot more about uh, Celtic and Rangers when they play at Ibrox in match day four. And do you expect them to go in with maximum points, Rangers as well, yeah. for yeah, that I th- game? Yeah. yeah, I think so. And um, that will set, set ourselves up nicely for the big one. What about Sifuentes then? You said it weeks ago, Barry, he would be coming. This is the manager speaking about the midfielder. Well, he's a player that was <coughs> sought after, a player that was going to be out of contract in December. He has a really clear idea of, of his path and where he wants to go in his career. I was able to get in front of him quite early and have a really nice conversation with him, his family and his representatives. And then it was just a matter of whether we could do it earlier. And I have to say, LAFC were fantastic to deal with. These things have it's probably been all signed up and, and done a few days before, but with the travelling involved and the visas and everything like that, it got held back. But Jose trained today with a group and goes straight into the squad tomorrow. He has been playing since January, so he's played a lot of football as much as if more than any of the players in the squad. 
I do think the two-week break that he's had before coming in is uh, is a good thing because um, he has been going since January. So I think that two-week break's a good thing. He met his teammates for the first time formally this morning and, and trained in the session. It's important that I involve him in the squad so that he can get a feel for the new league because it's certainly a little bit different playing in Ayrshire than it is LA. It certainly is, Barry. I'm just checking. I've just heard from Ross King. It's 30 degrees in LA. It's 18 degrees here in Glasgow. No much difference. No <laughs> much difference. But I'm excited about this signing, Paul. As I said, yeah. I've I, I done a fair bit of homework on him. Watched him, obviously, um, online. Read quite a number of people who know their, their football over in the, the, the States and speak highly of him. So um, I think he could be a big player for Rangers. you just got to, again, it's... Different. It's a different type of football he's coming into. Um, you just need to give him a bit more time to adjust the next two or three weeks. But I, I think Rangers have uh, found a diamond in Shafentes. Um, Looking forward to watching him, Andy Shafentes. Yeah, you need a bit of quality. You need star players. You need you need players that the supporters can relate to. Uh, supporters can trust. That that's what you need, and you'll establish that in the early weeks of your your time in a in a jersey and every single Rangers supporter will be looking at all of these uh, new players Celtic have got a few but Rangers have got a lot and uh, I don't think you'll find any Rangers supporter unhappy with the business that's been done because it was needed and the pressure for Rangers is to go off to a, a fast start and to show the supporters that they've got what it takes in these early uh, weeks of the season to go up against big teams and Champions League qualifiers, a bit of pressure, and then obviously the big pressure when they're at home to Celtic in the the first Old Firm game of the season, that, that's when you show what you're capable of. I suppose it's impossible to predict how a player will adapt to life at Rangers or Celtic. And Andy, you came in, you were still quite young when you came from Motherwell. Barry, you were at Rangers since from uh, being a toddler. Yeah, well, so. I, I had experience of Scottish football. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was playing for Motherwell. We were a, pretty much... a a defensive team mm -hmm. but um, yeah the, the the demands when you pull on a Celtic jersey are obviously a lot greater and you, you have to show you can stand up to it Let's hear a bit more from Brendan Rogers. people have been talking about the Celtic defence In terms of like you say Cam has been an outstanding centre half Tony obviously uh, and Ali been out so I think we've had that's where the injuries have been really in that area of the field and what we've done is got through pre-season. It's given me a chance to see some players uh, like Liam Scales, who I didn't, hadn't seen a great deal of. So a good chance to see him over the last four to five weeks. Tom was well playing at, uh, at right back. He has played there a few times. He's obviously brought in here as a midfield player, but has played at centre-half, but has shown that he can play at right back as well. So I think the pre-season, that's what it's about. It's, a, it's, it's about gaining your fitness and obviously finding... Uh, opportunities to experiment with one or two two <coughs> ideas, and um, and like you say, the, the defence has probably been that area where we've been able to do that. What about the goalkeeping position, Andy? I haven't asked you for over a week. Do you reckon well, Joe Hart starts tomorrow? I take it. Yeah, and I know there's been a lot of speculation about him leaving. I think he's I think he's a big game player. I think he he's really taken to the demands of Celtic, where. You know, you can be asked to do absolutely nothing for 30, 40 minutes and then, you know, on a breakaway, you need to make a big save. And I think he's shown he is capable of that. But I don't know whether Brendan Rodgers wants to get someone in who's maybe better with the ball at his feet. I know he talks about 
the goalkeeper at times being an outfield player and um, yeah I don't think Joe Hart would let anyone down Livakovic's name comes up quite often yeah. the creation number one yeah, yeah. Dinamo Zagreb could you see him joining Celtic? Yeah I can see them strengthening in the, the goalkeeping position if that's what uh, Brendan Rodgers wants sometimes you want to make a statement as a, a, a new manager coming in as I mentioned earlier I think you'll be impressed with the the quality of the squad that's already there but um, one or two little adjustments he's already going through it um, and it'll be a new look Celtic slightly different style of play a lot more possession I'm sure maybe not as quick to get the ball forward as uh, Ange Postecoglou's team but uh, all Celtic fans really interested to see how their, their team are going to play Why would you change it if it worked so well last season? Yeah, just because of what yeah. you're comfortable with mm. as a manager he's obviously had a relationship before with Callum McGregor he's spoken to him about maybe doing one or two uh, different things and that always keeps the players fresh as well they don't want to go back to maybe what they did a few years ago if, it, if it's something fresh they'll be They'll be all eyes, all ears. And Barry, what about Callum McGregor saying yesterday, you know, he's not so much interested about what's happening elsewhere, especially Rangers. He was asked Rangers, nine new signings. How do you feel about it? This is what he said. Yeah, I think so. I think if, if you're in sport and you're in elite sport, then you have to enjoy that pressure. There's there's no other way about it. There's, there's always a challenge. There's challenges for us within the building. You know, there's always new players coming in, trying to push the players that are playing you get a real competitive edge within the squad so that's the first bit and then of course when you come together as a club and a squad then you've got 11 other teams that are trying to beat you and you know that's the pressure that you want as a, as a football player you, you want to stay at the front um, you understand how hard that challenge is but it's something that you relish you relish that Barry you remember it well that feeling yeah when you play at a big club you're under pressure 24-7 Paul um, and it's something that I found that it got the best out of me um, and enjoy it. Listen, it's when when it goes well, it's it's brilliant. When things go against you, it's about mentally reacting in in the right way. Um, and that, that's Celtic will need to do, retain the title. They know they're under pressure. Brendan Rodgers is under pressure. And the flip side of that, Michael Beale's under pressure because he's he's brought in a, a number of players, and they know that they need to deliver silverware this year bit more from Callum McGregor about the style he expects under Brendan Rodgers yeah the work's been good um, in pre-season we've, we've looked at a couple of different ways of playing obviously don't want to say too much <laughs> so no we've we'll, we'll looked at a few different systems obviously from, from the last time he was here the team was fairly flexible in terms of transitioning from one system into another um, even within games so trying to bring that learning to, to this group as well and like you said the, the style will be the same it'll be fast attacking football trying to be aggressive on the front foot defending so th those things won't change. The principles will be the same. But, you know, of course, we want to have that um, flexibility in, in terms of tactically and, and understanding the game. And do you enjoy pressure? Yeah, well, uh, you're under pressure as soon as you sign for Celtic and uh, you talk about pre-season games. Um, we got absolutely pumped with Arsenal. And, um, you know, the supporters let us know that they weren't happy. There was a number of new signings, but it worked out well. Billy McNeil was great and just deflecting a bit of the taking a bit of the pressure on himself and, uh, you know, backing us every time you, you heard him on the TV, the radio, every time you read him in print, mm -hmm. he was always backing us and believing in us and uh, it worked well. So, um, it's... Uh, I think the pressure now is uh, is a lot greater because mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the, the prize there, the, the Champions League football, the, the money that you can make now is just remarkable. 
and it puts you way, way ahead of your nearest competitor if you can maintain that uh, Champions League uh, type of money. Quick break for the news, then we're back with Andy and Barry. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Free quotes for solar PV, battery storage, heat pumps and garden projects. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. Hour two with Barry Ferguson, Andy Walker, Paul Cooney and some of your calls coming in on 08, 08, 17, 17, 700, the new season. Barry, is it like Christmas Eve for you? Expectation for the big day, the kickoff tomorrow? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Paul. It's been a, I think Andy says at the start of the show, it's been a, a long summer. It feels like I'm um, just desperate to get the games up and running, desperate to see how the new look Rangers are going to perform tomorrow down at a, a difficult place in, in Rugby Park and how Celtic going to be under Brendan Rodgers. Um, so, looking forward to it, Paul. Looking forward to see what Michael Beale's first starting eleven is going to be. Um, so, bring it on. As a Rangers legend, you did say last year, you were the first one to say it, you said, I'll drive Ange Postacoglu to Glasgow <laughs> Airport. So, he did go. I'm not going to ask who drove him there. What would you have said if you'd heard that Brendan Rodgers would be the replacement? In terms of when Poster called yeah, out, uh-huh. I, I, th- I thought it was a, a high possibility because he was out of job because mm-hmm. he left um, Leicester. So I, I thought it, it, it could maybe maybe happen. And it did. Some people aren't too happy with the way he left, but they brought him back. But one thing you've got to say about Brendan Rodgers is, Paul, He's a top manager. He's managed at the highest level. He was very successful last time round. He went down to Leicester, two top six finishes, FA Cup. Last three months, it didn't go so well at Leicester, but one thing that, that Celtic have done, uh, they've brought a, a top manager in, and I'm sure Michael Beale's looking forward to the, the challenge of that. Andy, could they have done any better than bring back Brendan Rodgers? No, I don't think so. And I was surprised when he came back. I thought he still had the ability to manage a, a big club down there. I, I know that Spurs one was available and uh, I think that's the type of club he could go into and and make something happen. He, he, he did it at Liverpool. A wee bit unlucky not to, to win the title there. But um, yeah, he's got a lot to offer. So the fact that he, he he's buying Scottish football, I think we should all... I think we should all be pleased that we've got an elite manager here. Do you admire the way he's spoken about it now? He said he's got some regrets. You know, at the beginning he didn't say too much, which I think was the right yeah, thing. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't yeah. regret going. No. And uh, yeah. I think everyone will understand that. And uh, I've said it before, I don't agree with any Celtic supporter who thinks he's a, a bit of a fraud. I, th- I think he he had a fallout and uh, he had to leave last time round. He had success at Leicester. And the opportunity to come back was there. He was out of work and I don't think anyone expected Ange Postacoglu to leave so quickly. But it was an offer for him too good to refuse. So um, it just all sort of fell into place. Mm. And I think most Celtic supporters are happy that uh, Brendan Rodgers is back. And he was well received at the James Forrest game the other night. 42,000. Mm. I know the Green, Green Brigade by and large weren't there. I'm not sure why, but the 42,000... Well, they don't, they, they've got their own view, but they don't represent every Celtic supporter. So they're absolutely entitled to their view. And if they think 
Brendan Rodgers is a fraud, absolutely. Fill, fill your boots, but um, I know a lot of Celtic supporters don't take that view. Sure. Barry, what a season for the two managers. Brendan Rodgers back at Celtic. Michael Beale, his first full season at Rangers. It's going to be quite some battle. Do you think it's going to be tight between the two? I know you're going Rangers 1, Celtic 2, Andy the other way around. What do you feel? What would you say to Andy? Yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't see it any other way I think it's going to be tighter um, than it has been in the, the last season I, I, I finished off what C, uh, Celtic won it by seven points um, yeah but I'm, I think it's going to get right down to why I think both of them this is the biggest gap in strength that I've seen in a long time um, Celtic and Rangers um, to the rest of the, the, the teams involved I don't think anybody will get anywhere near the two of them and as I says I there's always a freak result throughout the season, but um, I think, again, it's going to come down to the, the old firm games. No yeah, doubt about should, that. The, I mean, that's what I was saying earlier. You should aspire to get close to them on the day, especially at home, no matter who you are. I mean, first of all, it's Kilmarnock tomorrow, and I'm listening to Barry talking about hearing uh, Derek McInnes during the week, and he's, you know, he wants to try and take something off uh, the, the big two. So difficult. But they've done it before. And he'll try and find some sort of way to frustrate them for, for long spells. But um, I think there has to be some sort of ambition with every club at home to Celtic, at home to Rangers, just to try and and, and make a game of it, score a goal and, and, and play well, raise your game. Yeah, I can see what the game's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, you put no, on you go. No, you're all right. <laughs> you're right. <Keep> Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I think Derek's going to make sure they're in their faces. I think he's going to be really deep they're going to be compact um, they're going to try and stop Rangers and I think they'll look at, at maybe set pieces but, but listen Derek's been about the game a long time he, he'll know how to set up his team and he'll try and frustrate the living daylights out of, of Rangers but Rangers have got to go down there knowing that's going to happen so you've got to be ready for that you've got to be prepared for that um, and again I can see it it's not, I don't think it's going to be a great game I couldn't care less you've got to make sure when that final whistle goes, you'll get three points in the bag and you're back up the road. Let's look at the transfer window now. Transfer Roundup on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. Contact them today for air conditioning, servicing and repairs. Yep, 28 days, four hours, 50 minutes to go in the transfer window. What's going to happen? August is going to be some month, isn't it, Andy? With so many games coming up. Rangers, eight games maybe. Celtic, not quite so many. So what do you think so far? So Celtic... As the defending champions look who they brought in over the summer, Navarotsky a few days ago, Thiago seems a while ago, doesn't it? Odin, yeah. Thiago, home. Um, and Yang. I think, it, yep, I think it's just the yep. fact that Celtic are used to winning and they've got a lot of players there that have done the business before and uh, the fact that they've added uh, three or four players yep. and I think there might be more. Um, you, you'll get that influence from the other players rubbing off on them. You heard Callum McGregor earlier talking about you know, the relationship with the squad. So that's why I put Celtic as favourites. They've, they've been over the course before. Uh, they've got a really good manager. They've got a settled squad. I know it's a big miss, uh, the likes of Jota uh, yeah. leaving. Aaron Moy as well. Aaron Moy. Um, but I think Celtic are, are well covered pretty much in every position. Now, it's very early. We haven't really seen them much of them. What about Quan the other night, defensive midfielder? I think he found it tough, didn't he? A million pounds he came in from... Well, South this is a, a new market where Celtic yeah. have got some value for money. So why not go there again? Try and see if you can get the same thing for uh, to go and get 
at uh, Kyogo for the amount of money they did and how much is he worth now? Um, how much is he worth? Well, who knows? But um, I think when you're getting value for money, that's that that's the big thing these days. And Yang he had a chance the other night. I think you saw a bit more of him in the second half. Two and a half million he cost from Gang One. Yeah, and the the demands will be there. You've got to score some goals. You've got to be part of a team. You've got to try and get some uh, assists. And uh, you need to look dangerous. You need to look lively. You know what it's like when Celtic are at home, especially they they dominate possession. It'll be 75 percent most of the the games at home. And you've got to be able to show that you can make the difference. Marco Tilio, 1.75 million in from Melbourne City. Still to see him. I think he's had a slight yeah. knock, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Thiago, Odin home the other night. Valeringa came in for 3 million. Quite a lot expected of him. Well, if you come in for 3 million, I think you're going to be given an opportunity to play. And that again, I go back to how difficult it is for any homegrown player, any academy player uh, to come through the ranks. You've now got nine substitutes Um you know, you can put five on. And I think given the, the makeup of both Celtic and Rangers and how strong their squads look, it's going to be very difficult for a young lad to come on and uh, show what he can do. I think you're only going to have that if, if your team are are three goals up with 15, 20 minutes to go. Barry, uh, Thiago, Odin Thiago home, the kind of player that Celtic need, central midfielder. Yeah, and... Andy just mentioned they are three million pound mm. for a, a young player. It's um, it shows me that they rate him highly mm. um, to go and spend that sort of money. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he settles into the, the Celtic team. He did well the other night when he came on in the yeah. second half. And Awata, you mentioned him the other day, Barry. He's been played out of position. Yeah, you, you feel for guys like that. Listen, yeah. he, he was at mistake for a, a goal. He was caught out of position, but predominantly he's a central midfielder, and he's just filling in there because of obviously injuries. Um, but once the, the, the full-backs are back fit, I'm sure he'll go and, and have the competition to try and get back into that central midfield area. And Andy, where do you think they're going to strengthen in the coming weeks then, as we look at the transfers? Uh, maybe someone a bit more of a physical presence in the middle of the park. Mm. And then depending on who you might get an offer for, if it is a badder, maybe another wide player, uh, if it is Starfield, then maybe a, a, another defender. you just got to wait and see who the interest is and for, for your current players. And I don't think any Celtic supporter would be surprised at one of their one of the names that have been that have featured regularly over the last couple of seasons. They wouldn't be surprised if they go because it's happened to so many in recent seasons. Do you think the squad at the moment is it what you'd have expected just days before or well, one day before? I think week? it's a good looking squad and I think they'll add to it before the window closes. You'd agree, Barry. You said a few minutes ago you think Celtic will probably buy another couple of players. What about Rangers, Barry, over the summer? So it's uh, I don't remember a summer with so many signings. It's been a long time, yeah, isn't the it? Other, the, the other day, nine signings. And again, I, I think I've said this a number of times. Business done very early, which naturally doesn't really happen at Rangers. You see one or two at the start of pre-season and then obviously at the end of pre-season and then obviously at the end of the, the window. So... Nine new signings in, Paul, and I, and I fully expect another um, couple to come in. Um, and there's been money spent, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the... the fo- I, I like Lammers, I've got to be honest with you. I don't look too much into the pre-season games, but what I've seen of him, technically, he looks the part. What's his strengths, Barry? Technically very good. He can go left or right side. Um, good balance about him. He's got a goal in him. Is he quick? Mm, I wouldn't say he's, he's quick. He's kind of, I don't want to label him 
the same type of player as Ronald De Boer but he, he's in that area I praise. Where, he, wow. where he plays and you can see he's, he's very comfy in both left or, or right foot so he's one guy who has certainly stood out um, and I'm just I, I'm really excited to see Shafentis yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him um, but again if you look if you're saying to me or asking me sorry where do I think Rangers will strengthen I think they'll look at a left sided defender that's the area of the pitch where I think central defender both a central defender and a full back mm -hmm. who can play in either the right or left side so Ben Davies could well be on his way yeah but he has got a knock so you can understand yeah, sure. that's maybe yep. one of the reasons why he's not in the European in the European squad um, but look time will tell yeah. I think the business has been really good I think it's exciting Rangers fans it's exciting me but listen there's always the, a message if you're not in the what is oh, it 25 man squad yep. if you're horrible. not in that you, horrible, there, there's a message that you're taxi for Walker or Ferguson <laughs> exactly, yeah. didn't happen to either of you two so Rangers they've well, got there's, there's yeah. Ben Davis, Sakala yep. Kamara Lawrence Matondo and Kemar Roof they're the ones that are not in the I've got to say I liked Lawrence when he started last season I know he yeah. got that terrible injury but I thought he looked really sharp I thought he would have done something but it's like, a, it's like a new signing isn't it he's when been out for back. so long sure. exactly yeah. yeah so Rangers have got Danilo and Deserts, Lammers Dijon Sterling who's getting back to fitness Kieran Dow Jack Butland of course the keeper who will play tomorrow Leon Balligan Abdallah Sima and Jose Sefuentes we'll speak about some of the other clubs and transfers in a second or two Transfer Roundup on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning experienced installers of air conditioning systems Stephen Reside is on the line Stephen good evening Hi guys how are you doing? Yeah, good. I think we're all in good form, Barry and Andy. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the new season. So, how are you feeling? They've both got Motherwell top six in their prediction. Yeah, well, uh, I went slightly lower in mine, but that was before we signed Mika Bereft um, from Arsenal. Uh, I know YouTube videos can flatter to deceive, but when I watch, I do it with the new signing. And when I watch these clips online, there's certain attributes that I look for, and it looks like. He's got a real physical presence, which I think is important in this league. He, he seems to time his runs well, um, and he's powerful uh, as well. So, um, no, I'm excited to see what he can do. He's a Danish under-21 international. I think he get 25 uh, goals at youth level, so he will get chances in this league. Um, here's hoping that he can put the ball in the net for us. But you don't think you're going to be top six? Uh, maybe I think we could push it now but before when I was doing my predictions um, we we kind of bit up in the side and I was wondering where the goals were going to come from so I think yeah. there's a lot of onus on for him I don't think Johnny Beaker is going to get you 15-20 goals a season I think 10 hopefully if you're lucky um, uh, and Wilkinson's unproven at this level um, and obviously you've got Theo Baird as well who almost got one yeah. Uh, for St Johnson last season so but then on the other hand of that I look at our midfield and I'm really excited by it I think there's a great balance to it with Slattery's bit on Miller and what about Lennon Miller by the way Oof. wonder kid amazing isn't well it? here's the one he's yeah. the one that they're expecting big uh, things from Stephen I'm going up to Dundee tomorrow are you going up Stephen are you going to the game yeah yeah we're going uh, going up in the car expecting so, a win uh, listen looking, looking forward to it the start of the season and I think it's a game that both teams will look at and, and say that they can get three points from. 
Uh, and I know how important that is to start the season with three points. Um, so here's hoping, fingers crossed. Andy, do you think they're going to get it, your old club? Three points tomorrow? Yeah, I fancy yeah. them tomorrow. They uh, they did well first game last season, Stephen, wasn't it? Down at uh, Paisley. They got a good victory. Yeah, against and that, Kelly had that, a yeah, that set them up really well. And then, of course, the big question everyone's asking is how many... Um, you know how how are you going to fill the goals of Kevin yeah. Van Veen? He was such a he was such an important player, but you think this new uh, loan signing from Arsenal might just do the job? Well, obviously you can never tell, but certain attributes will look fun. I think he will cause defenders problems with his runs, and and I'm just hoping that. Listen, I don't think he's going to get twenty nine goals. I'm not going to go out and say that, but. He can, hopefully he can get double figures and then I look at a midfield for Old Miller and Slattery. That's good goals in it as well. And, and another thing is I think we'll be hard to beat. Um, what Stuart Kettlewell does really well is he organises his sides. So, um, yeah, I think there could be a lot of 1-0s, 2-0s for us this season. Barry, not only a Rangers legend, you're a Hamilton boy and you're going for Motherwell to be top six. That's good news for Stephen. Why do you think they will be? I just like the way that Stuart Kettlewell sets up his team. Listen, it's going to hurt them, no doubt that Van Veen's away. Um, but I, I think he's he signed pretty well. Um, as I say, they're, they're a tough nut to crack under Stuart Kettlewell. Um, so I, I've got every confidence Mother will finish in the, the, the top six. I have no doubt about it. Um, they've got good players. They've got a good young manager. Um, so, yep, for me, Mother will finish. I've got them in what, fifth place? You have? Yep. You've got them fifth? Andy's got them sixth. That's all right for yeah. a boy from Hamilton. Hamilton, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd love that, Stephen, wouldn't you? Stephen, were you on off the ball at the weekend? You survived it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I survived it. <laughs> I got to do it. Um, no, listen, I love going on any shows, you know. Yeah. Um, just uh, getting my opinions out there. I'm hoping I, I, you can enjoy listening. Can yeah. I just say one thing, Mother will do, they, they find some gems of young players. Yeah. And I've got to be fair, I've, I've seen... Young Lennon. Um, what did you think? Oh, he's a player. Mm-hmm. i seen him at Ibrox. He came on last season. He came on, I think it was the last 25 or 30 minutes and he demanded the ball every single time yeah. and I actually bumped into his dad in yeah. Hamilton. Um, <laughs> obviously Lee yeah. Miller, who yep. I, I know and I was like, listen, by the way, your, your son's a, a player and he's got oh. his feet in the ground. He works really hard. So if he continues... Progressing the way he is, Mother will find it hard to, to keep a hold of him. I'm looking I'm forward. Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward you know, to seeing him you tomorrow. Know well. a good player, guys. Uh-huh. If I can just come in, do you know, seeing a good player, particularly in midfield, and Barry, you'll know this. He's always scanning. He's always mm. looking to mm. see what's going about him, and and that quick scan that just gives him a wee half an edge on on maybe the players that he's up against. I'm going to go and make a bold prediction. I think if we get Wen and Miller. Under a long term contract, we'll end up getting more money for them than, than what we did David Humble. There you go. Wow. And that was yeah. what? That there's four, every four chance. Million? Three million? Yeah, three, four million. Three, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, three and a half million. Th- there's right. every chance the way that he, he's produced some of their performances. Um, and as I said, it's always important for a young player to keep his feet in the ground. But he's, listen, he's got a dad who was um, a former professional. Yeah, of course. He'll be yeah. on up and make sure he does but, things right. And if he does things right, I think the young man's got a a brilliant chance to make a brilliant career. Where did you see him? Was it Marston Spencer's? With the no, he, in there, he, he works in a barber's. <laughs> Does he? And I was actually yeah. walking down yeah. the main street and I bumped into him and he, yeah. he had his wee dog. Fantastic. Yeah. Did you get that he's, style off him? He's <laughs> steady. So he's still 16. He was, he was looking at me a strange way with my hair, so... 
I'm trying to look young, Andy. Come on. Isn't that amazing? He's 16. He's not 17 until the end of the month. And one of the Celtic fans on last night, Stephen, before you go, was saying, David Turnbull, playing really well, could be a good season for him, but he needs to smile more. Was he always that way? I listen, he's never been one for a smile, has David. But um, I think he'll do really well in a Brendan Rodgers set-up. I think when you look at him when he broke in uh, under Neil Lennon, yeah. it's kind of like that. He played a 4 one at the time as well. I just think that the intensity, the way Ange Postecoglou's teams played, I don't really suit David. There's a lot of bonus on the press. But if he's got players around the bottom that can do that kind of a leg work if you want and get him on the ball I, I really, in the final third, then, then you'll help teams. I really admire anyone at 16 who can cope with football at that level. I know Barry played when he was... Uh, really young I was at Motherwell nowhere near it at uh, 16 I know Gary McAllister maybe Tom Boyd were um, but to be to be that confident to have that ability to play you're playing against men yeah. and uh, to, to make your mark that is that is some going Barry see the, the young players that I mentioned um, at Rangers Bailey Rice I'm sure yeah. mm. they got them from Motherwell is he going to make it, Barry? You like he, him? He's another yeah. player that I, I've seen clips of in terms of coming on in ten or fifteen minutes. Difficult, um, Barry. You need you need to play. And how yeah. how many minutes yeah. is he going to get? Yep, I know, but I, I honestly believe if they're good enough and they show enough in training, they've got to be given the opportunity. Mm. There, there, there needs to be a bit of luck as well. It's not just about. Your ability, Andy. You do need yeah. a bit of luck and a manager believing in you and throwing, as Andy says, they are kids still at sixteen. When you're when you're chasing a title yep. Yep. and you're looking to the bench, who are you going to put on? You're going to put on Bailey Rice or someone sure. who's an experienced international that's not had a lot of game time either. Can you but throw them in the league? Better. Cup? There's yeah. nothing better for me yeah. seeing that I come through a youth system, seeing a young guy progress mm. through the ranks and going on and playing. 50, 75, 100 games. Love to see it. Sure. We need more. Could you it, play them in the League Cup in the via play? Yeah, could you throw I think them you in could. there? You I could. think you could. Steven? But e yeah. Even then, for the likes of Motherwell, it's so important to try and make use of the, yeah. the, the League Cup because it's a, it's a source of good finance if you can get deep into that competition. Stephen, final word? Yeah, no, it's something that we love seeing at Motherwell's young players coming through. And I'll always take it back to Scotland. They've got the likes of. Lennon Miller, Bailey Rice, Ben Dolk, Alex Lowry. Yeah. I, I'll always say it. I think the future for Scotland is really exciting. Really, really exciting. Can Andy get a lift tomorrow? Up to <laughs> expenses are tough. Stephen, great call. Thanks so much. Enjoy the season. Cheers, guys. Thank Cheers, you. Stephen. Cheers. I the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 Let's go. Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker on the eve of the big kickoff. We're really looking forward to it. Tomorrow kicks off at 12.30, Celtic against Ross County. And then a full programme in the afternoon, apart from St Mirren Hibs, which of course is on Sunday. And then at 5.15, it's going to be Rangers in action against Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Win on the Go Radio Football Show with Aaliyah Casino. Relaunch Sports Bar is open every Friday and Saturday from 6pm till 6am. Yep, you know the story now. <laughs> you like that one? 6am, exactly. And then where do you go on after that? Right, so, <laughs> as you know, we've teamed up with Aaliyah in Glasgow and you have the chance now to win up to £250. 
to spend in the brand new relaunch sports bar and you can watch all your favourite sports action this season. Playing tonight for week number two is Robert, a Celtic fan from Tollcross. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, lads. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Yeah, Barry, hey, good form. Andy, yep. Oh, yep, looking forward to the Andy, questions. Andy, yeah. you Fancy doing, you tonight, Robert. Five out of five. Are you all right? Right, so we'll, we'll ask you the questions first. I won't do what I did this time last week, which the first one was I said, is the answer A, Stephen Gerrard? And then I realised, ah, there is no B or C. But he did know, Alan did know it was Stephen Gerrard. So, five questions, £50 per yep. correct answer. Okay, here we go, Robert. Okay. Which nationality right. is the new Rangers signing Jose Cifuentes? Colombian Colombian is wrong Barry he is Ecuadorian Ecuadorian, oh, so, Ecuadorian. Right, oh. not too far away but were you good at geography <laughs> <laughs> yeah. were you good at geography yeah right Aye. Right. still look there's still right. £200 to play for second question so you'll know this one which club did defender Charlie McGrew leave today parted company with which club Dundee United is correct. So that's fifty pounds there. I can hear who's in the background there. That's my daughter. Right. Tell <laughs> I'll her. Try to get it sitting listening, saying, "Oh, you're him on the radio." Yeah. Thank you. She's forty-two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that you've got that one right. Next one. Who scored Celtic's winner against Athletic Club Bilbao Tuesday night? Who scored? Turnbull. David Turnbull. Uh, you sure? You're right. Eh? No, you're, no, you're right. It's okay. <laughs> David oh, Turnbull's correct. Correct. Yeah. So well done. <laughs> that shoot. As well. It was. It was a great goal, Andy, wasn't it? Took it Brilliant. well. It was a yeah, peach. Strike. Yeah. Which Scottish Premiership team play their home games? Victoria Park or the Global Energy Stadium? You could either or. It's one team. Who plays it? Global Energy. Is it Global? Is it Livingston? Plays it Global Energy Park or something? Mm, Victoria Park. No. Oh, Victoria Park. A bit further north. I'm going to give you one more chance because it's down in Inverness. Oh, Ross County. Oh, you give that away. (laughs) Right, can we... I'll check check with executive producer James there, but yeah, it's Victoria Park, known now as the Global Energy Stadium. I think you're going to get that one. Yep, James says, I think it's... Is that just one thumb or is that two? No, one (laughs) thumb up there, so that's you at, uh, what, £150. And here we are. Right, listen to this one. Name one of the three Scottish Premiership managers who've managed... Two teams in the league. Okay, so... Derek McInnes. Correct. Well done. Sharp there, Robert. Good. And the second one, Stephen Robinson. Correct. Brilliant. That's another 50. Just one more. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Steady. One more. Right, so... Right, see what Next to Hamilton. Stuart Kettlewell. Oh, well done. You got it. So 150 for one question. Brilliant. <laughs> That's yeah. Coming out of Andy Walker's pocket. So, Sifuentes is Ecuadorian, so you didn't get that one. Uh, Charlie McGrew, Dundee United, you were correct. David Turnbull, you were correct. And, yep, so you got four out of five. Well done. Brilliant. That's brilliant. That's 200 pounds. That's good. What's the wee oh, one's name? Then. What's the wee one's name? Ria. Ria. Lovely. Aye, Ria. Fantastic. So don't tell it's 200, tell it's 50. Because she's not going to... Aye, she'll be getting told Exactly. So, uh, you, there she is. How are you feeling Aye. about the coming season? Do you go to the games? Uh, do you know what? I don't... I'm not going to lie. I don't right. get to the games. Um, I've not got a season ticket trying to get one's a, a nightmare. But try and get to some cup games now and again. Oh, um, yeah. I watched them. I watched them against Bilbao and first half, I think the corner in the middle of the park was a bit nervous. Yeah. Um, 
But the, the boy Tiago looked he looked like slotted in. Sorry for two seconds, he slotted okay. in nicely. Um but my concern was Hatati. I know he took, I know he scored, he took the goal well, but he didn't look I don't know if it's a system, but he looked to be a bit disinterested and I wouldn't be surprised if he if he leaves, I'll be honest with you. Andy, what do you think? He, he, to go. he was off the boil, um, especially early on. Is it the change in the system, or is there a chance he, that he's unsettled? Arguably, one of the players of the year last mm-hmm. season. Yeah. I thought he was terrific. Aye. He's passing left foot, right foot, the weight of the pass, yep. the way he receives the ball. I think he's got a lot to offer. But if there's a, an offer there, Robert, you know Celtic will take yep. it. Barry, I, I yeah, Hatati, how, how good was he last season? Yeah, no, listen, he's he's a player, he's a modern day central midfielder. He can get about the pitch, he can handle the ball, he's got a good passing range and listen, he scores goals. Um, so if Celtic want to sign him, uh, sell him, they can sell him yeah, if they want because yeah. uh, I, I really like him. I know yeah. he had an off game during the week but I thought it was a, a brilliant finish and he's been a big, big player for Celtic. Mm. Sorry, Robert, I jumped in there. What were you going to say about Harry Kane? Did you mention about Tottenham? Do you think he fancies going down there? I think, I'd, I'd not say he was, he was had an half game. I just think he looked a bit different. I don't know if it's with the, with the style, because he's definitely a player. They two guys about it, and I agree with what Andy and Barry said there. But I think if Harry Kane goes and he get the money in, I think Poster Cogg will be the champ Celtic's all asking for him, personally. Mm-hmm. Andy, could you see that? If the fee's big enough, you can see uh, sure. business being done for any player yeah. at Celtic. That's the way they work. Uh, ideally, any business that's done, whether it's small or, or, or much bigger, you want a bit of time to spend that money in the same window. The last thing you want is to lose any big player on the last day and you can't get a replacement in. What are your thoughts, uh, Robert, on Rangers spending over the summer? Uh, surprised, I'll be honest with you. Very surprised and It'll be interesting to see how the how it plans out, how they, they kinda of come together. Um I think the battle this season will be Thiago and if Tom Lawrence thrives fit, I think he's a bit of a player for Rangers. I said that last year. My dad's a Rangers supporter and I said that to him. I said he's he's a player. Um, I watched him at Derby coming through and I think he could be a, a difference maker for Rangers if he can keep him with that. Barry, that could be a battle because uh, you know Tom Lawrence. Yeah, I just want to ask yep. him, Rob, how that works in the house if his dad's a <laughs> Rangers man and he's a Celtic man. <laughs> yeah, we don't stay. We don't stay together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could be some battle this season. How did you feel about Brendan Rodgers coming back? Do you know what? I welcome back with my arms personally. Um, we're talking about Jota going to Saudi Arabia and going for the money, life changing money. He was at Celtic and maybe the timing was wrong. I, I agree with probably the Celtic fans there. Um, but he's went down there to Leicester an opportunity and then Leicester never backed him. And that's why he got the sack. That's my opinion on it. He's a cracking manager that Leicester never backed him. So, we're getting everyone's predictions for this season. I take it you think Celtic are going to win again? I think, yep. Do you think Celtic it'll be tighter? Six points clear. Six, okay. six points clear. It's a bit like last season. And what about his treble? Is that going to be a weight on... Brendan Rodgers on the team or will you relish it? I think we'll relish it. Um, that's the thing. Especially Callum McGregor. He gets the boys gone every season. Um, and Brendan coming in. It's no Brendan's to, to kind of, uh, defend. It's Brendan's to win as a, in a sense of a man because it's Paul Stacoglu has done it. And, and what, it's Brendan's turn to go and try and get it. What again. do you and Ria think about Celtic <laughs> in Europe? How are they going to do there, uh, Robert? Uh, do you know what? That's I Ria. to say they're going to do Ria. How's Celtic going to be in, in Europe? <laughs> How are they going to win? Yeah. Where are they going to win? Champions League? 
<laughs> Thanks for that, Andy. It didn't quite work for the radio. But no, final date, I think they maybe hold their own again. Yeah. But I said, I'm, I don't know, I'm one of the Celtic fans is waiting on this big signing coming when Brendan spoke about mm-hmm. conquering a bit more in Europe, doing a bit more in Europe. And I'm waiting for somebody to kind of come in and go, wow, what a signing. So it's not happened yet. But we'll wait and see. Robert, Rhea, thanks so much for joining us and well done to us at Alea. Cheers. Thanks, Robert and Rhea, joining us. Yeah, he's got 200 to spend at Alea at the brand new relaunched sports bar, which, Barry, you're quite tickled by 6pm till 6am. <laughs> Could you laugh at 6 in no, the morning? No, no, no chance. Easy. 10 years ago, easy. Uh, easy. Yeah, yeah. easy. That was when you won the treble, wasn't it? <laughs> you were... In fact, I just see on the telly there, Robert, you could have looked, you got the Charlie McGrew question right, but I see on Sky there, there he is, Charlie McGrew, straight out of Tannadice today, and uh, he's there with Lee McCulloch as well. This time last year, Lee McCulloch, of course, assistant I'll, at... I wonder if Ars. Charlie's got something to offer another club. I mean, uh, I think he still wants to, to play. It didn't work out for him at Dundee United, but still got great ability, I think. How was he to play against? Um, Charlie McGrew and how was Lee McCulloch to play alongside yeah, yeah. listen I think Charlie but I mean, you just need to look at the, the level that, that Charlie's oh, played yeah. at and I'm sure uh, if he wants to play on there's no doubt there'll be some clubs that'll be desperate to take him in terms of a big jig um, yeah he was he was the type of player you want in your team in the trenches um, no doubt about it um, Walter Smith signed him as a, a wide left but he ended up playing central midfield he played on the right side he, he played at centre back a number of times as as well so he, he played all over the pitch but he was a real good signing for Rangers Big Jigs is that what you called him Lee? Yep, yep. Any explanation for that one? <laughs> I don't want to get no. Okay <laughs> it's 22-7 next up then predictions about what's going to happen tomorrow and who's going to win Well, we talk championship first and second division as well that's coming after this the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Bumped into a big Morton fan yesterday, Barry and Andy, at Gogerburn at RBS, uh, Robin, and he was talking about the late Benny Rooney, who passed away earlier in the week. And, you know, younger listeners won't know him, but Morton fans and older listeners yeah. over 40s will remember him well and I remember him well he was on the coaching staff at Celtic for a, a short time and he took a number of sessions I always got on very well with Benny Choice uh, family recently at Mass not so long ago in um, St Column Kills in Rutherglen and that was very sad to hear of his uh, passing recently so um, yeah respect to Benny and his family Yep, and uh, he loved his Morton, and we're going to talk about all the divisions. Yeah, imagine yep. Morton being top of the league. I know they were he, Andy you know. Ritchie and all yep. the rest of it. Fantastic, Andy Ritchie. There's a name, Barry, isn't it? You'll have heard of him, a former Player of the Year like yourself, Andy Ritchie. But to be a Morton player and to be the Player of the Year in Scotland was phenomenal. Yeah, it just shows how how good a player he was. I, I've seen clips, Paul. I've seen yep. clips. Of him. I've seen some of the goals he scored, and he was a obviously he was a hero down at at Capelo yeah. and that, that's one place I've got to be honest with you I love going to play Why? to the old school I, I don't, I don't yeah. know in Somerset Park as well you, you played it here mm-hmm. I just enjoyed going to the, the I old school my, I made my debut at uh, Capelo mm-hmm. for Celtic mm-hmm. beat them 4-0 right it was yeah. a happy day that was my first game in a Celtic jersey so in the championship Barry you're going for Wraith Rovers to win yeah yep. the title and Andy for you it's uh, Dundee United yeah. back at the first time of asking I think they've got the I think they've got the budget. I think they've got uh, Declan Gallagher and Mould. They've got a strong defender, a guy who should be capable of scoring goals at that level. But there's a there's a good feel about the championship. I like uh, Dunfermline and Airdrie. 
Queen's Park have threatened to do uh, good things. Barry's talking about Wraith. I'm not sure Patrick Thistle will get as close as he did last season. What a chance they had to come up and they, they blew it. They've lost so many players as well yeah. over the yeah. summer. OK, what about Division 1? Falkirk obviously are on. Stephen McGinn must be one of the favourites and uh, Hamilton as well who just went down and no more. Andy, we'll kick off with you there. What do you think? Who's going to well, win? Well, I just listened to Stephen talking about his team and... Um, I think given that this is the what the third tier of uh, yeah. Scottish football, you just don't expect to see uh, Falkirk there. So I'm uh, I'm going for them to win it. Who do you think, Barry? There's also Kelty Hearts, your old team, some of your mm. old players still there. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win Division 1? I think it's going to be between Falkirk and Queen of the South. Mm-hmm. But ah, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Falkirk. Cause it's Stephen. Well, he'll love that because he'll be he'll be tuned in. I see. Look there on Sky. He's a, a natty jacket. There is that what you'd call it, or is it mm. is that one of your old ones, Andy? You, I was just about to say that's been like your clobber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine. Well, I've said. Here, listen, I've great, seen uh, great lad. Great lad. Look, I know he's love looking it, forward yeah. to a new season. A big, uh, big Hibs yeah. fan. Um, and Hibs fan of course uh, delighted last night uh, it's a worry though isn't it um, with the injuries last night to the goalkeeper so David mm. Marshall was going to play yeah, yeah. And then injury beforehand and, and then Wallacott brought, with they brought injury. someone back who was yeah. on loan one of the young they have uh, from, from Queen, Queen of the South, South. Yeah. have indeed because yeah. um, Wallacott so young Boritz came in didn't he Max Boritz right who's going to win Division 2 difficult one to is it going to Spartans my, are they maybe my knowledge yeah. of sure. League 2 is yes. poor I've got no idea who's uh, who's good bad or indifferent so Andy goes for Albion Rovers who sadly <laughs> are not in it um, Barry, I'll go for Dumbarton going for yep Sons of the Rock Barry any idea who might come up Dumbarton's a good shout but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be between three it's going to be Dumbarton East Fife or Stenhouse Muir ok See your brothers on social media. He was on. Uh, yeah, I, I see, see you see that? that, and he was saying that Saddam Hussein <laughs> made what? made sure that they threw a game. Can uh, you believe that was Derek? And, and, uh, is that okay. the type of chat he comes up with? Uh, yeah, it's on the. Old. Listen, I got it said through it to me, right. and I never even watched. <laughs> really, he was interviewed by Sai, wasn't he? So oh. anyway, that's a, that's one of the headlines today, Andy. Okay, didn't see that. To miss. <laughs> right, back to the games this weekend then in the Premiership. And um, let's go to Livy against Aberdeen. What do you think? Barry, what's going to happen there? I think it's going to be a close one, but I think Aberdeen, I'll just nick it. Um, 2-1 Aberdeen. Yeah, I'm the same on a wee win. I'm going to go 2-0 Aberdeen. 2-0 the Dons, and you reckon they'll be third. What about Livy? Were you surprised a wee bit that David Martindale was... What was he doing? Was it a bit of psychology, no, Barry? I just think he's been honest, but also okay. a bit of that as well. Um, his budget's been cut. Mm-hmm. He said they go down to the lower leagues in England and, and bring a few players up um, so I, I think I think it'll be a tough season for Livingston but I think they'll still stay in the league hmm. yeah I'm the same I think yeah. they'll have enough to survive but um, I think it is quite telling that he's so open about the fact that he's not got as much to work with it as he has had in, in previous years and that's why I think Aberdeen will get off to a winning start so St Johnson against Hearts Andy well it's another a way win for me because I, I'm tipping St Johnson to go down, and uh, the fact that they're they, they lost what three of their three of their four yeah. games in the the League Cup, it's not a good start to the season. The supporters are will be waiting to to see what type of performance they get at home tomorrow. But Hearts, um, I know there's a bit of um, I don't know how that uh, yeah. that management uh, team is going to work and work smoothly. But uh, I can see Hearts getting off to a winning start tomorrow. I'm going for another 2-0. 
Barry, I see Stephen McLean's come out. He's been quite bullish saying that one of his pals sent him a message that you're favourite to get the sack. And he mm. said, look, um, I'll dig in when I'm not the favourite. I'm sure he will. Yeah. And listen, I, I, I love seeing young managers get the opportunity. He's been um, a coach under under Callum. He's been given the opportunity to go and um, make sure they, they stay in the league. And I think, again, similar to Livingston, I think it's going to be a long, hard season for St. Johnson. But I don't see them finishing bottom, Paul. But in terms of the game tomorrow, he's got too many players out injured, too many experienced players that he, he'll rely on. So for me, I'm going to go Hearts to win that, that game up at McDermott Park. See, the Hearts are getting a Japanese international player, 24-year-old. I agree with Andy. Kagawa. Can I just say, yeah. in terms of the way it's going to work at Hearts, I think you've got to have one guy in charge. One Especially guy. for the players. When, mm -hmm. when, it, when it goes wrong and you want to... You want to address the manager who, who do you go and speak to and players need to know that yeah. Liam Boyce coming back that's big news Beningame as well big Missed player the two of them Liam mm. Boyce I, I thought Halkett and Boyce were massive misses and also Craig Gordon when he, he got that horrendous injury um, so to get Boyce back I really like him I've always, technically very good knows where the back of the net is um, so that'll be like a new signing for Hearts Barry what's going to happen at Andy's game Dundee Motherwell I think Mother will win this pretty convincingly. I do. I think Dundee will come out of the traps, early doors. But I think once the game calms down, I think Mother will gain control of the game and um, they'll win the game by a couple of goals. They'll go 3 1 Mother. It's flag day, first of all, isn't it, then for flag Dundee? Flag day, they won the yeah. championship. Um, and Tony's yeah. saying, sorry, he's saying, we want to make Dens Park a fortress. Yeah, they're the type of games you would target. Home game, first weekend of the season, big crowd, an expecting crowd. Um, and I just think Motherwell, with their, with their new signings, I, I know there's a lot of pressure on them to, to get the same amount of goals as they did last season with Van Veen and the team, but I can see them winning tomorrow 2-1. And can I go to Sunday, first of all then? Hibs, St Mirren, Andy, your old team, Hibs. They'll be so confident after the other night. Stephen Robinson just saying, I wish we had the budget of uh, Lee Johnson. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be a home win. I think Hibs are going to, if they can keep uh, Ewan fit, I know that Dodge mm -hmm. played through the middle, but they've also spent a good amount of money on uh, a new striker coming in. They've got Boyle on the right-hand side. I like Joe Newell in the middle of the park. Um, Doyle Hayes um, they've got a number of decent players I think Hibs will win uh, at the weekend and I think they'll uh, they'll be above hearts this season Barry what do you think on Sunday? I think it'll be a close one um, again it's so important I'm, I'm not saying one player makes a team but certainly Martin Boyle is a difference no danger no danger about that so if he's fit and available to play I think Mother. Uh, Hibernian will just sneak this one two one. You two are agreeing so far? Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's get to tomorrow. Twelve thirty. Celtic up against Ross County. Let's hear from the captain. I think it's as simple. The answer is is there. You know, we had a tremendous season last year, but we have to part that. It's it's a new manager, some new players, and a fresh test of mentality, quality, finding a way to win all of these things so you have to try and settle into that mode as quickly as you can you know of course you want a positive start you want some good results and, and, and good performances to, to build on and and as always football there's the momentum is, is absolutely key Brendan Rogers really paid tribute big tribute to Malky Mackay yeah really looking forward to seeing Malky uh, 
Malky's a, a good man. I have to say, I think Ross County are very, very fortunate to have some someone of that caliber as a as a manager. He's had a real challenging decade, Malky. But what I know from working with him um, is what first class manager he is, and coach and person. And uh, he's obviously up at Ross County and and done a great job with, um, you know, I'm sure limited resources what he has and you know he had a great finish a couple of seasons ago and obviously fought to stay in the league last season but uh, but what I'll know with Malky's teams he'll, he'll always make it really really difficult and uh, as I said he's a he's a top class manager that most kind of very fortunate to have Andy what kind of game is it going to be tomorrow? Well it'll be entertaining Celtic will be hard at it trying to express themselves in the way that the Celtic supporters have been used to um, and I can only see Celtic winning this comfortably, maybe 3-0. Good reception for the manager, do you think? Overall? Yeah, I would think from the uh, for the majority of the Celtic supporters, he'll get a good reception. It's absolutely fine if, you, if you're not a fan of Brendan Rodgers, but I, I, I'm sure there'll be a bit of success there and they'll win any doubters over. Barry, what can match? What's the scoreline tomorrow, do you reckon? I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals. I think Celtic 2, Ross County now. I, I, I think... As Brendan Rodgers just says there, I think Malky will come down with a game plan to try and um, sit back and frustrate Celtic. Uh, but I just think with the, the quality that they have in the forward areas, um, I think Celtic have too much for Ross County. And then 5.15, Rugby Park, full house, Rangers in town. Here's the manager. We're really looking forward to it. Um, you know, pre-season's a good time to work and obviously we've refreshed the squad and it's got a new look about it. There's a lot of motivation in the building. Uh, a lot of optimism and we're looking forward to getting started tomorrow. It's live on TV. It's a it's a tough uh, place to go, but we're just keen to get started now. And then he gave it the classic. It's going to be a long season, so many games, especially in August, eight games. One game at a time. Um, I think that the, the quality of the players that we've brought in, you're hoping will be seen over the season. Uh, but one game at a time, I think you can't look too far ahead. My focus at the moment is just on tomorrow evening. Barry, you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to see the starting eleven. What he's going to play? Um, certainly, I, I think the the back four, given Connor Golson's fit that he says he's in the squad, I think he'll play. Um, Barisic will play left back. I think Raskin and Jack. It's who's going to play in the forward areas. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. But I think Rangers know what's at stake. They know what they have to do this season. They need to go to difficult places. I think it will be a a tough one but they'll have too much for command and then so I'm going to go Rangers by a couple of goals and it'll be vital this season who's going to pop up and do what Morellas used to do not last season but well who... he spent money on yeah. Dessers, Lammers mm-hmm. um, and Danilo uh, so there, there comes pressure with that the guys know that they have to do the hardest game in football for me and that's put the ball in the back of the net but that's what they've been brought in for I think what Rangers have got is a good number of options uh, from middle to front uh, maybe a lot more than we expected but over the last few years it's always been about Ryan Ken it's always been about Alfredo Morelos and um, I can understand why the Rangers supporters are are excited and keen to see how how the team are going to play what the what the new players are going to bring um, uh, and I keep saying it these early weeks of the season when you've got so many big games and Rangers have to go off to a flyer. That's the pressure that they're under. 
Well done to Robert earlier on, who's off to Alea for the new sports bar. I'm in Rio. 200, pound, 200 pounds. <laughs> and Barry, thanks so much. You'll be back on Monday. Yeah. Cheers. Can I just say, it? I'm yeah. off to see my mum. It's her birthday. Oh. So. Happy birthday, mum. Ha- yeah. Mum's first name? <laughs> Maureen. Maureen. Happy birthday, Happy Maureen. birthday, Maureen. Happy birthday, Maureen. 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 Brilliant. Happy birthday, Maureen. Happy birthday. Don't ask me I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) She won't want to say it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. Coming up next after the news, it's Zoe. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.